0: Hello and welcome to the Dr Richard podcast, a show about health, well fitness and humanity. I'm Dr Richard Marks. Today I'm excited to welcome Talia Storm.
1: Dr Richard, I'm so happy to be here.
0: Hello, good to see you always.
1: Thank you, how are you feeling?
0: <laughs> Wonderful, thank you.
1: <laughs> great start, great start.
0: <laughs> so um, Talia is a musician, a media personality, and I'm going to ask how are you and what three things make you smile? <gasps>
1: Well, first of all, my biggest smile is probably my teeth by Dr. Richard. (laughs)
0: That was the right
1: answer. (laughs) I swear my life changed ever since I got them done. We've got to be honest here. Um... But yeah. They
0: look amazing.
1: Three reasons to make me show off my beautiful smile <laughs> by Dr. Richard. Um probably my family, you know, the the you know, we're such a really close family. That the clan, the, the clan. <laughs> they are definitely my day. Um I think when hard work pays off, that yeah. makes me smile. Yeah. I'm I'm a bit of a workaholic, so when things go right, that is a smile. And um probably when I don't know when I'm in, when I'm in the studio making music. That's what makes me smile. I feel like that's what really floats my boat. And when I really feel like my truest self, content self.
0: Yeah, that's amazing, that's amazing And you have a new single out
1: I do indeed
0: Amazing, amazing What's it called?
1: So it's called Boyfriend It came out last week Which I'm really excited about Um, To be honest, this is just I feel like chapter one of the Talia Storm That's taken like ten years to just find herself And my voice and what I have to say And what I want people to feel when they listen to my music So um, it got played on BBC Radio 1 Extra DJAs, Premiere Day, got on Spotify's new music Friday, so I think I feel like it's ten years of like grafting to just finally begin, you know. So now I feel like I'm finally beginning, and I'm really grateful for it.
0: And is it about a current boyfriend, ex boyfriend, or like all boyfriends rolled uh, in? To be
1: honest, I really am. I'm such a I'm a Scorpio, so I really thought that I was like cold, workaholic, would never be the romantic type. But I'm not gonna lie, this song is probably about the guy that I totally like my first love romantic little Little Talia Ivy came and it just low key ended overnight because we're wifey on a side chick salary and that's what this <laughs> song's about. Wow. Um but to be fair, I, I I've kind of been blown away by the amount of like young girls and my DMs just like relating so much to this like boys nowadays, they want you there, they want every little part of you, but they don't want to put a label on it, and that's what this song's about. Yes. And it's ridiculous because it's like We're I don't, just
0: seeing each other. Yeah,
1: I don't understand what you think will will be different. So the only thing to me me and to the girls, that means that you want to be exploring other options. Mm. And if you've got all of me and you're still exploring other options and you're still looking to see if the grass is greener, then you're not for me, mate. You've got a goal.
0: Yes. I agree. (laughs) You know?
1: And and that's the sad part of it because, you know, finding a connection is rare and when you do find that with someone and you're all in, you know what girls are like, when we feel, we feel hard, especially as a Scorpio, it's like black or white. So when I'm in that and I'm like feeling all these emotions for them to like, pretending to be on the same page and you're 100% convinced that they feel the same way, but yet, at the end of the day they don't want to put a label on it well what does that mean he's not in it love
0: (laughs) he's not in it he's not in it definitely not fully in it. no he's not in (laughs) it he's gotta go about how we know each other obviously through friends in common and doing your smile and obviously i met your family and everything so tell us about a little bit more about your music you know, you said you're now finding your kind of real voice. and um, But you've been in the music industry for quite some time.
1: Yeah, so I started super young. I opened Elton John's concert when I was 13. That's when I got my big break. Um, wow. And I've just turned 24. Oh, my God, that's the first time I've actually <laughs> said it out loud. I'm so used to saying 23. So really, it's like a full 10 years since my Elton John discovery and that that moment, my life changed. So I feel like it's just been like a a 10 year grind of like keeping my eye on the prize, the dream, the goal. And if anything, I think now I kind of want to be that role model for like, you know what, great things, take time. Yes. You, we shouldn't be comparing ourselves to like these reality shows that look really glamorous. You go on it and you come out a superstar, you know, there is, you can also make it another way with a 10 year plan, you know? And I think that's my kind of message. Like if you, you know, Rome wasn't built in a day. If you yes. keep at it, you keep persistent, you keep consistent and you don't give up. You absolutely will get there. And just cause it doesn't happen overnight or it doesn't, you know, you don't have a million followers after whatever that one viral moment is then doesn't mean you should be disheartened you've just got to keep going
0: yeah yeah and it's like they say you know success but it's not an overnight success it takes time
1: 10 years literally Exactly. so um i feel like i've really really found myself this year even just through like experience heart Break for the first time, like you know, I write all these songs about love, but I'd never really, you know, cried straight for three months. And I it feel like it
0: actually makes the songs yeah. better. <laughs> A bit of heartbreak uh, makes the song better. And I'm
1: like, honestly, I swear, I literally spent the whole summer crying. And like, my mom would phone me, she'd be like, Talia, this is why Taylor Swift exists. Like, <laughs> exactly. boys are, b- boys are born to break hearts. Like, <laughs> you know, on to the next. So I feel put like it
0: into the music.
1: Yeah. So I let's you know what. It hurt, but at least we got some good songs out of
0: it. Exactly. (laughs) So tell us about growing up on Jersey and the Real Housewives of Jersey.
1: Yes, so this was fun. Um, It kind of happened in lockdown. Just at the end of lockdown, my mum moved to Jersey with the family when I was 17. And it was for work. And we were only meant to stay there for a couple of years. She was helping like almost like rebrand Jersey. And she did the Jersey Style Awards, which was super exciting. But then um, my mum actually got breast cancer um, literally about a year and a half, two years in. Which was literally just turned the whole family upside down in terms of we had no cancer in the family. Like it wasn't. You know, it wasn't, is um, it was hereditary? Like, it, was, it wasn't, It was you know, it was just breast cancer. So um, my mum did chemo for six months and, um, you know, she's absolutely fine now, you know, touched all the wood in the world, super healthy, but that just meant that we just stayed in Jersey a bit longer. And then next thing, you know, lockdown came around and the production company actually reached out to my mum because of the Jersey Style Awards, um, just for my mum to kind of help find some women. And my mum was actually just totally behind the scenes at the start and then eventually they were like you know what how can we be Bring doing on, a man. show on Jersey without <laughs> I know. I know. having Tessa Hartman so um, yeah they did two seasons Um, I think it was brilliant I think I don't think I don't really think it's the right place for a mum in terms of like the woman on it you know they, they were just very jealous of my mum and the entertainment she brought and she had but these shows are fair I always say this you know all of these Housewives the franchises it's like you are as big as the story you bring, so you know it's not that my mum wanted the show to be all about her. It's like if you're if you bring an exciting story, they will make the story all about you. Yeah, That's yeah. kind of how these reality shows work. Like they're not scripted; they're just you bring the entertainment, and then they build around it.
0: Yeah, the bigger characters they tend to concentrate on.
1: Exactly, that. but it, it's not by choice. It's just because they're the ones bringing the excitement. Yeah, yeah. So um, I, I've always said if you want to be in TV, just bring a just bring yeah, bring, bring the, the chaos, <laughs> bring the chaos, and and you can shine.
0: <laughs> and what is your link with scotland
1: so i i've born there raised there lived there for 17 years went to school there before at, jersey before jersey exactly um my mom is fully scottish and my dad is swiss italian so um yeah very disappointing i'm just going to tell you right now i don't speak anything other than <laughs> scottish so i am very sorry but um yeah i love scotland we lived in a little village called cologne i went to school there
0: you've still kept your scottish roots you and your mom yeah
1: you? i know. Even my accent is still quite Scottish. To be fair, the drunker I get, the more Scottish I become. <laughs> if you like, right now it's my posh Scottish. <laughs>
0: <laughs> after a few whiskies, <laughs> yeah.
1: After a few whiskies, there she is.
0: <laughs> That's great. And what are your family like? Obviously, I kind of know them, but and are you close?
1: Oh, super close. I think my family are brutally honest. There is no filter in this house. Definitely very insulting to each other. But I think that has made us so strong and, like, such a tight-knit family and that, like, my mum, you know, if I'm being... You know, a diva. I've got an attitude. My mom will literally send me to my room. Like it's, it's like, <laughs> you know, my parents are really strict, but that's like made me who I am. And they are, they are workaholics, and everything I know is from them, and they've taught me everything I know, especially like my mom and my dad on the music side. So, um, yeah, definitely my my biggest inspirations. Like they don't stop. My mom is always working, and I think you know, even on TikTok nowadays, I get a lot of hate being like, oh God, you know, your mom, this, that, the other. And I'm like, guys, my mom does not stop working. Like my she mom,
0: has PR in a magazine Exactly. Well. So
1: she runs, um, she does branding, events, marketing. She started in Scotland when she did the Scottish Fashion Awards. That's how she got a CBE. Um, and she did all like the, branded all the luxury fashion companies like Louis Vuitton and Swarovski in Scotland. And then um, the Scottish Fashion Awards just kind of took off that she built. And um, you know, next thing you know we had like Shirley Bassey there and, you know, um Christopher Kane and all the big designers and like even um Laura Whitmore hosted it. Yes, yeah. She's
0: ca- one of my patients. Yeah.
1: We had Cara been there. Like it was great. She she's she's, you know, she's just a workaholic. She's super creative and I think they inspire me to just keep going, never giving up and just I think like don't put yourself in a box. You never know that one thing that's gonna like take you over the edge. And we always say it like take the over the edge, like take you to that dream. So that's why I'm always like I'm such a yes man when it comes to work. I'm you know obviously I'm a singer. That's the dream. But like I do TV. You know I do presenting. I do Good Morning Britain. Like all these things. I'm grateful that you can get these opportunities. So why would I just put myself in a box of just being a singer when you know I'm a, I I am Tally Storm. You know yeah. you are the and character. Now, now
0: people are more all round. You know with doing, you know, presenting, singing, acting, modelling, all those kind of things, you know. Yeah,
1: I've noticed that recently. I think times have definitely changed, especially with TikTok. You can be literally anything you want to be.
0: Yes, yeah. And um, tell me about your dad's art.
1: Yes. So, again, my dad um, was in animation as well as music when he was... um, when you know years ago and um it was kind of lockdown my dad had always painted our house was always filled with canvases that he'd done but it was literally just a passion project like you know when he couldn't sleep at night he would just create these like masterpieces and um he started doing them in lockdown they featured a bit on the housewives and then um a jersey gallery got in touch and was like no you need to do an exhibition and then next thing you know through that the satchi gallery heard about him and was like no you need to come to start art fair and before you know it it's like one of those things that just have so naturally organically happened like so unforced like he he literally was just painting all these paintings and there started being like traction to it and he just kept going mm-hmm. and um then my mum turned all the paintings into swimwear which oh. she does wow. now hearty swim, wow. which was really really good, and that's um, yeah, so that's doing really well. So this is what I mean. My mum does. Mum's got a million bowls and so does my dad. So it's definitely where I, where I get the chaos from.
0: And I think your dad really supported your mum through that difficult time with the breast cancer and everything.
1: Yeah, it's crazy because, you know, I don't know, I ever since that happened, I think as a family, we just look at life so differently. You know, it's like... you it's know, brought
0: them closer as well. Yeah,
1: and I think, you know, my dad was so strong mm. for my mum and just so you know like really I don't want to say stepped up because he was always an amazing yeah. dad but you would really think your mum
0: is the strong one but yeah your dad also has an inner strength
1: yeah my dad has a different kind of strength whereas my mum is very kind of like keep going fight my dad is like very calm but knows exactly what to do like in a crisis my dad is it's one really good that's really good like no matter what it is like he always keeps us calm he might flip like a few days later but he's the one that's that will get us through it so um Um, yeah that was amazing but it's such a weird one because you know now my mum does a thing called Love Your Barbara when she was going through breast cancer we never called it the cancer she just called her like new boob Barbara which she got the mastectomy on and um, it was just all about changing the language and changing the conversation from like this big very scary word cancer to like actually it's okay you're gonna come out the other side and I think that's what she's trying to do just kind of Cancer is everywhere now. And mm. I think, you know, we don't need to be so afraid of it. You know, we don't need to... You know, my mum my first found out, you know, that, that the hostels give you pages and booklets and all this scary stuff that you just... Honestly, makes you just want to go cry in a dark room and never come out. But mm. actually, the reality is you can get through it. It's all about changing that that language, changing the conversation and just staying really positive about it. And um, my mum's just um, launched some pyjamas with Asda for the um, love... Love pink campaign, she's just trying to like completely just change the narrative, make it a wee bit more gentle, and you know, you are gonna get out the other side.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think like you said, mentality is so important, you know, yeah. in the way the way you face things, and also kind of getting the message out there and yeah. you know, supporting it's such a good thing that your mum's working with. That.
1: Yeah, yeah, really good. And and I, I my first kind of memory of cancer was like in school, there was like one boy in the whole school that his mum had it. And I remember thinking how like like far away that is if you don't remember that like oh my goodness that's terrible but god that's such a like a, it's so distant and I think suddenly when it's in your own home just completely just makes you rethink everything and it does make you realize that it is kind of everywhere and we do have to support one another and just be a wee bit gentler you know you really don't know what anyone's going through and we you know we didn't actually talk about it at the time when my mom's going through it my mom was like you know wearing wigs she was super brave but I think only now that she's healthy and better are we okay to talk about it. Like, mm. I probably just would have burst out crying at the time. Yeah,
0: The you being know? able to talk about it takes getting to a certain yes, point. Yes, definitely.
1: Obviously. It was very, very private at the time.
0: Well, talk to me about um, your health and wellness and how do you approach this for yourself, you know, physical and mental health and looking after yourself?
1: You know, it's a funny one because I've always been like, fighter, fighter, let's go, let's go. But I think this year... I know this sounds so ridiculous, you know, one minute talking about cancer, one minute talking about heartbreak, but like for me that was so, you know, like getting my heartbroken really, really hurt. And I just felt like that's when I kind of experienced that kind of you are really what you think. And I think it was that moment that I was like actually it takes a lot of strength to wake up every day and like convince yourself that like you're totally fine. But I think when you get into that routine of like sending yourself really nice thoughts, like By the end of the day, you know it's going to be a good day. And on days that I would just say to myself, on days where I was like being lazy and couldn't be bothered, I would just be negative. The whole day would be rubbish. So I think it's it's generally a full-time job being in like, being in that happy Positive, place yeah but it's so worth it yeah, so yeah. you know when and everyone's always like it's not easy you know i see all these quotes on instagram being like god it's hard work it is actually hard work and and i i can relate and i feel for everybody going through it but you just gotta keep up that positivity you've gotta keep sending yourself those kind messages every day mm-hmm. and um it's a weird one because i'm like so obsessed with like star signs and like the universe and like manifestation but yet like no matter what you say i totally manifested that this Okay, let's be honest that this guy would come back and he never did. But in that note it's like, well, that's because the universe has got a bigger plan. It's just so hard to appreciate the time. You know?
0: Exactly, exactly. I think you know, people say it's okay to kind of feel your feelings at that time and you yeah. should you should, you know, mm-hmm. get that out, but then it's a way to find the way forward, you know what I mean? And without becoming too it's easier to then become, like, really guarded and be like, mm-hmm. oh, no, no, I'm never going near someone again. But yeah. if you can just, like, with time, yeah, you know, just kind of, like, get the positivity back and still stay mm-hmm. open to...
1: Yeah, I think it's just do the work. Okay. And it and it's, it's it's difficult because you're like, why would I need to do the work? I'm just being myself. I'm just gonna be myself and it will work out. Well it's not true. You've got to do the work to be yourself. And it's it's a difficult one. But, you know, I feel really good now. I'm I'm really grateful. I feel like just it probably brought me closer with all my girlfriends and just, you know, all all my my besties and just, you know, I think being a wee bit more kinder to myself you know there's some things in life that are just out of your control and I think as a girl I'm very like oh I must have done something wrong like what did I do what could have I done differently and like obsessed with going over the past when I actually say it's out of your control you got you got to choose to just accept and move on
0: yeah yeah and I think until you've experienced heartbreak and I you know I come out very long relationship but then I also found that I could um, really relate to other people who'd yeah. come out of that yeah, you know, yeah. as well
1: and everyone's got their own little version of it but like it doesn't mean that you know, they're hurting any more or any less. It's just that their story's different. And I think that in a way is is almost kind of beautiful because it's like you're not alone. And it's easy in these moments to just think, oh my God, the world's against me. But actually, you know what? We're all we're all not robots. We all make mistakes. You know, we're all do things that we regret. We all say things we don't mean. But, you know, don't beat yourself up about it. It's everything in life is a lesson.
0: Yeah, yeah. You never know what good things are around the corner.
1: I know, I know, I know. It's difficult, but they're coming. They're yeah. coming.
0: <laughs> Definitely. So let's talk about your personal brand building. Um, yes. How did you, have you built your brand? And, you know, what do you kind of stand for? What do you think?
1: You know, well, it's really difficult because I think... I really always say the comparison is the thief of joy. Like, mm. it really does, especially now, you know, I've been a singer for 10 years, I'm still going, and I'm over the moon at being played on BBC Radio and Extra. But there are singers that will drop a song on TikTok and have a number one next week, you know, because these trends, these viral moments, you never know where they come from. So I think for me, it's just all about being patient Mm. and this is something that I feel like this is the grand plan that God is sending me to Mm. just learn and appreciate and it's like just because that kid went viral in one day and he started yesterday doesn't mean my plan is any less worthwhile Mm. just because I've not had that moment and it's something that I think a lot of my friends come to speak to me about you know I've got a lot of friends who are in uni just finished uni you know they're crying about you know they're comparing themselves to someone like Molly May you know I think Molly May is incredible oh my goodness incredible but Don't put yourself down just because you've not gone on a show and come out with, you know, £10 million. You know, you've just got a law degree. That's incredible. Like, you both can be incredible in your own right. Mm. And I think it's about that. Don't compare. and Don't bring yourself down. But you also don't need to bring her down. You know, that's her path. And you
0: never know what they're going through as well. Yeah, it's true. They'll also face challenges in their life, you know, that we don't necessarily see, you know.
1: You know, I I always say when I I go through the, the worst things in life, you know how you always hear about these, you know, celebrities with all this money and they're often depressed and you're thinking, you're reading these magazines you're like, how, you know, how, how but I think in life there is only a feeling is, if you think of feeling as math, right there's only one 100% so the, the happiest you've ever felt is the same happiness that I've ever felt there is only one 100% there's no 102% so it's like, you know, we've all can only reach that excitement once it just depends on we're probably over you know evaluating the that the moment that needs to take us to that 100% like that you could literally probably feel that 100% that you know taylor swift feels when she's got 10 number one top 10 songs she's broken the billboard charts right now as like maybe you've just eaten your favorite cake there's only one 100% you know mm-hmm. so you know you don't have to i think when we compare we don't actually appreciate the actually you are there. It's yeah, yeah. just that...
0: You the, have to show gratitude and be grateful. It's football. just the goals are slightly different
1: yeah. and, the, and the the levels are slightly different, but there's only one 100%. You're feeling what Taylor Swift's feeling. Just, you know, give it A some time. Way.
0: Yeah, and I think the other thing is like the more followers and more known you are, the more also haters there are and the yeah. more pressure yeah. there is. So yeah. it takes real strength to deal with all that it it really
1: is a lot it is a lot and I get asked about this a lot like you know I I do my videos like you know like walking through like I don't know Piccadilly Circus and I'm like I'll write a quote on it and let's see I'll get like 2 million views on TikTok and one will be like let's say a thousand hate comments and like a thousand likes on the hate comment and my friends will be like, whoa, how do you deal with that? And I'm like, two million people have watched that and only a thousand people are hating. Exactly. Like a thousand nasty comments sounds like a lot, but if you if you put that into percentage compared to two million people in a room and one thousand, like which one do you think is gonna be more overpowering? The two million that are just vibing or the one thousand hate. So I think it, everything is relative. And you just kind let it get to you. you exactly.
0: and You know, there's always negative people. Yeah. You know, as they say, it says more about them than, and, than
1: and, you. And it's true because we all do it. We all, in our heads, will say things about someone. We might not be saying them out loud, but we'll catch ourselves being mean. It's true. We all do it. But I'm often doing that on a day that I'm not happy with myself. I'm never just mean to someone when I am feeling great. Mm-hmm. So I'm always like... If someone of us hate that's really mean, I'm always like, yo, come around for a glass of tequila. Like, <laughs> let, genuinely, let me cheer you up. Because I know that you're not vibing right now. Because I know when I'm thinking those things, I'm not in a good place. Mm-hmm. But like you said, we have no idea what anyone's going through. Yeah, exactly. So I think it's just being more gentle with ourselves and the people around us and the people that we don't know leaving those comments.
0: Yeah, Definitely. Well I'm coming around for a glass of tequila You need to come round <laughs> for
1: some tequila <laughs>
0: um, So tell me about your plans for the future
1: I think this year has defo really made me practice patience I've said this, I've touched on this This is something that I have worked on And I think definitely not putting so much pressure on myself To like oh, win a Brit Award and just enjoy the journey Because I know how lucky I am to be able to experience these things I am And I genuinely think I'm the luckiest girl in the world to be even... Have been allowed to do this for 10 years. Um, you know, I just moved into a new flat in London and pay my own rent. Like that for me is a win. You know, at the start of this year, it was not great money-wise. You know, I felt like that was the first time that we really had that kind of COVID downer in terms of like, you know, um, just brand deals, Instagram influencing TikTok.
0: No events.
1: No events. So, you know, that totally did affect my, you know, my income stream. But I think now I just smashed out over the summer and all my tears and now, you know. I'm paying my rent, I'm loving life, I'm working really hard and I think just being able to enjoy the journey of it rather than focusing on the destination and that's something that I'm really gonna work on. And just you know, at the end of the day, you never, you're everyone is only one song away from from getting their moment. So just keep focusing on the music, and when the time is right, it will come.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. It really sounds amazing, and how you've kind of followed your dream, you know. And um, you've got the support of this amazing family, and yeah. everything you've been through, and how close it's brought you. Yeah. And I think you're right. You know, now good things and exactly what things are starting to happen and Mm -hmm. you're right, never give up.
1: And I think it's there's two things that only hold us back. It's the pressure we put on ourselves and fear. So it's like the fear usually only comes from ego. It's the ego of being embarrassed that you've still not made it. Mm. And that's what
0: makes people give up. You never get anywhere.
1: So I think it's it's more of a battle of egos because I don't care how many times I fail. I don't care how many times I don't have a number one song. I'm gonna keep going till I get there. But my point is, don't be afraid of the fear and the pain of your ego holding you back. Of like, you know, people comment on my TikTok like, "God, she's still going." I'm like yeah I'm still going of course I'm still going watch and learn you should do the same
0: but I'm sure so many people also come and keep going Like this is what
1: I'm saying so you know put your ego aside keep going don't care how many times you fall flat on your face embarrassing to who embarrassing to who like exactly. that guy over there he actually doesn't care about your life because 80% of our thoughts were thinking about ourselves did you know that no. Eighty percent of your daily thoughts are thinking about yourself.
0: I remember someone saying obviously like it's really important the way you talk to yourself. Like just believe you can do it. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Like I I try and say to myself, I can be a winner. <laughs> not <laughs> not <laughs> Yeah. And whereas uh, some people in that I know I'm saying, oh, I'm a loser. And I'm like, no. don't say that, you're no. not. No, because <laughs> you
1: know? we do, you know, it is that whole mirror It's mirror work. It's difficult to think. But like, you know, if you raise your hand in the mirror, you're raising your hand. So if you're saying, I'm not cool, you're not cool. You need to just re, 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 rewire that language. But it's hard work. I'm, I'm being honest, it is hard work, but it's worth it.
0: Yeah, I remember, you know, my dad, he had a really big effect on me. And he said always said to me, like, You can do anything you want. You're amazing, you know. And um, that was really important to me. And I think more people should say it to their kids and also more people should say it to each other.
1: You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I don't think we compliment each other in the right way, in like a genuine way. You know, I think when you catch yourself being jealous of someone... Or, you know, you catch yourself, you know, thinking a bad thought because they're doing something you wish you were doing. Are you really complimenting them in that moment that you know they probably need it? Or are you complimenting them three days later when they're wearing a nice dress? Mm -hmm. You know, I think it's those moments when you feel jealous and you're like... I wish I could do that. That's when you should be complimenting them because you're like you're doing something that I probably wish I had the balls to do because that's hot. Whereas um, you know, and com- f-
0: feel happy for your friend's success and yeah, you can all be successful.
1: I know, I know, I know. And but you know, I, I don't I don't blame it and I don't blame myself and I don't blame the next girl because it's difficult. We've got you know we've got a zero point six second attention span scrolling Instagram and TikTok every day, so it's difficult to kind of feel content within you. But I think you just got to keep working on it That's what I'm doing
0: Definitely, I remember someone said to me it, The trick is to be content and gratitude for what you have But still keep, you keep that ambition for the future
1: Yeah, it's, it's hard work, what it's can hard, we do?
0: But, but you're doing well Thank you <laughs> So we will definitely be keeping tuned for the um, music and the single And everything upcoming, keep us updated Of course <laughs> And thank you so much for joining me. Um, all of Talia's details and links will be in the show notes. And thank you for listening. If you like today's show, please rate and review wherever you get your podcasts. It was presented by me, Dr. Richard Marks. For more about me, I'm on at Dr. Richard. Double underscore. lot of underscores. (laughs) Or visit my website, www.drrichardlondon.com. This is a Pod People production. It was recorded at Spiritland Studios, and the music is by Deli Music, and we will see you next time. Pod People.